0: As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Tuesday, the twelfth day of April, the year of our Lord two thousand and twenty-two. I am Johnny Anderson, alongside Ned. Ned, it's great to see you. Uh, unfortunately, Bruce is not here, although he might be walking in the door at any time now. Uh, but I did tell him if he didn't make it today, then it wouldn't be that big of a deal. But uh, how are you? I'm not too bad. I hopefully that didn't deflate his ego by telling me he might not be needed or miss. Well, no, it's it, no he he knows he knows to always come in, but. Um, because the time difference, right? It's evening for us. Our day's over, but it's middle of the afternoon for him. So I had you listen to yesterday's podcast before you came in tonight. And what did you think? Yeah. What, what What did you think of that? Awesome.
1: Well, both your guests, um, they were totally from two totally different parts of the world, obviously, and grounding and back. But uh, the information, oh, it was, it was, it was mind blowing. It was, it was nice because I, I missed the, um, previous one that Mike did, uh, quite a while ago and very very interesting um totally agree with him because i mean i've been a lot um i've been involved in uh, construction and a lot of safety and within buildings and within universities and within all manner of instances where you've got to have air purity and you've got to have a lot of safety stuff he was on the button he was on the button and it was nice to have somebody that's current and in the business to actually say it, because a lot of people can hear somebody say, well, I used to do this, I used to do that, and whatever. But because he's in that business currently, and he's up to date, therefore he, because it's so hard to keep up to date with the regulations and everything and the standards that are out there at the moment, and he's surviving within that. And actually, yeah, no, very interesting. And as for um, our Russian friend, Pavel? Pavel, yes. What a history. What a history. If I got your name wrong, I do apologize. But uh, it was it was awesome. I mean, you might actually find it amusing that um in, I was brought up in London for a few years when I was younger and from about two or three onwards. And some people would think, oh, capital city. But the only hot water we had was from a heater over our main bath. So, you know, you still had the, the coal fire, the one coal fire in the house, the tin yeah. bathroom. But even that, in perspective, was luxury compared to what he was brought up with. And, I mean, I laugh about it. And some people, you know, they go, oh, are you in the city? I said, yeah. I and mean, when you tell them that you only had... On coal fire, he had paraffin heaters on the, what's the name, double glazing, never heard of it. You know, you know, Jack Frost on the windows. It was cold. It was whatever you got up. It was, and they give it, you were in London and they think you're living in poverty, but no, no, that was how it was, you know. And yet E is a whole world different again. It didn't even, and the perspective of it all as much as nobody likes war and everything i could actually see his point of view because we 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 all know i mean all anybody that's actually looked into it and is willing to look into it the history of ukraine and how the structure it, it, existing in ukraine is construct and it's a horrible place run by horrible people and who well we 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 use the instance that like U- Yugoslavia, Tito kept that together. When he went, it fractured, yeah. and the people were just slaughtering each other. And it is once again one side of a country oppressing another side of a country, and being abused by the West as well in so many different levels. So many different levels. And mo- they say money talks, and it, the money, it, the money is a tool, and when it's abused at that level and that those amounts. It's, it, is, it is always the person behind, the person using them tools. But yeah, I'm I, 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 well impressed with him. Awesome. Two good speakers. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he did make me laugh. He made me laugh. And I'd have to try and quote him because it is right at the end. And I think he said something like, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck and quacks like a duck, never make a good president (laughs) he was obviously talking about duck biden biden yeah oh that was quite an interesting uh, quote but yes to actually live a life like that and still manage to keep a sense of humor that could have just about got them through anything but then there are a couple of things that i mean ukraine if you think about it in the second world war you had a type of people which were called collaborators like you know uh, collaborated with the enemy etc
0: yeah so collaborators sympathizers if, yeah
1: yeah so you can collaborate in all manner of way if it bolsters the enemy against your allies correct that is correct right then so europe go ahead and donate a billions worth of or agree to give a billion's worth of whether it's weapons whether it's some form of humanitarian aid Ukraine, in all different manner of things, marvellous. But then when they go ahead and buy 40 billion euros worth of fuel from the Kremlin, wouldn't that be sort of collaboration in some form or level?
0: And they're still buying um, fertilizer. So you've got 1 billion
1: for Ukraine to keep that effort afire. And giving it, well, this is what we're doing. And then you've got 40 times that at least, fueling the war effort coming the other way.
0: Yeah. They're, they're working both sides they want to have their cake and eat it too with these sanctions here Thanks. in the west they want to create the supply chain problems but at the same time they're the ones that are funding the supply chain problems mm-hmm. so they're paying Putin, humanitarian on. yeah yeah they're paying Putin to do what he's doing on the other end yeah. and they're saying well we need to pass mm-hmm. all this um this spending stuff uh in these armament things because we need to deal with um uh, supporting Ukraine you're you're literally yeah. and oh by the way we're going to sanction uh Putin but we're still going to buy oil until we can figure that out we're still going to buy fertilizer uh, if he'll sell it to us where sees fit no morals no ethics and ukraine is a trampling ground and people will pay for it oh but then it's that the furthers the- that are yeah. stuck they're, they're it- the ones that are caught in the middle on both sides that the russian side and and the ukraine side they're they're like the civilians those are the ones i feel for right there is the the poor people that are stuck in the middle of it on top of that ukraine have a bit to the west of about
1: 54 or more billion. Yeah.
0: I don't know the exact number but I'll go with your word on it, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's it's at least 54 billion. Might be a
1: bit less <laughs> less now because they did manage to pay or they were told to pay 7 billion to make their payment. So Uh-huh. So it's these are humanitarian like humanitarian aid loans. that's coming from the West. These yeah. are the IMF loans, like yeah. what Biden yeah. was talking about. This is, he says uh, IMF, uh, he was, central uh, IMF yeah, yeah. central bank. Got it. Euro. got it.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: So you've got you've got you've got this accumulation of loans here. The West is squawking all over the media about humanitarian aid, and the people are putting their hands in the pockets, and yet the banks have still got them to make a payment of seven billion plus. What is the humanitarian, what's humanitarian about that? Hang on, wouldn't it be, if you really want it to go in another way or just keep it going, Um, hang on, stop it, humanitarian aid, cancel everything, cancel the debt. No, I'll tell you what, we'll screw them to the floor even more. And when Ukraine is flattened, and if, because this is, if, when, whatever, Putin decides he's going to draw the line, move out, stay there, stay at the river, do whatever, which is the future. Ukraine, no matter what, or part of it, is going to be flattened
0: and need to be rebuilding. And hang on, I bet the West charge for that one as well. I'll bet they do a yeah. lot of the rebuilding with their own contractors too. Hey, we've got these companies Oof. right here that are willing to go in there and rebuild your cities. We're, we're willing to do that. As long as um, you're in charge, you do as we say, can, can, you you this this can, can you take this person on the board? Can you take this this person on the board? Like, oh, I don't know, Hunter Biden took a <laughs> took a seat on the 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 gas company board, is Yeah, I'm sure the Biden family got a few cousins somewhere they could use or whatever.
1: No, it's it is. I mean, that's happening at the moment. Um, and the people need to know. The people need to know. I mean, get out there and check it out. This is just you know information. Check it out. See See. So I, I'm not making it up. It's not a comedy show. I, in fact, I find it quite horrible it's all all this goes beyond the behind the scenes it's it's a creation of debt it's 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 manipulation of the people the people don't even realize that they want refugees they want to turn a lump of people ukrainians into refugees so the west will take them and then you've got these Different parties within the West. You'll have the people giving it. We don't want refugees, and they will be shouting about it. I mean, we don't know what they're doing. We don't know whether they're criminals. We don't know this. So I'm just step. Up and go. Well, what do you think about IDs then? We'll get digital IDs going. And then you got the people going. Come on, come on, live with us, give us. Um, yeah, if you take them in, we can always make sure that digital IDs. And and you've got you know. And so no matter what, you've got opposing parties here, and it pushes the form of. Well, if you want to know who's there, and we'll just create, we'll ID everybody. So we know exactly what you're doing, and that is what refugees will do. I mean, it's a it's a force in itself. You've got to be careful because they will strip your human rights and your privacy away just using that tool. They will, and they Look what are. what
0: they did with COVID.
1: Oh God, yeah, it's ridiculous. The amount of different ways they, they they manipulate. I mean, you've you've got your COVID. <laughs> Talk of COVID. COVID, is it over? Is it not? What are people doing? I mean, in this country, I mean, you'd think that of the, what oh, was it, 30 billion it cost us?
0: I think it's more than you know? that. I, I think yeah. it was more than that. Well,
1: even that as a minimum. What, what did they do the other day? Well, do, people are saying, is it over? Well, I hope it's over, even though he said lately that um, he can't rule out lockdowns. Well, if he can't rule out lockdowns, why did he? Or did the government or someone within the government get hold of someone called MLC Partners and pay them for two consultants 360,000 quid to oversee disposal of excess PPE from COVID? Excess, And then excess. Yeah, we got a mountain of it, apparently. It
0: wasn't all used because it was necessary.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And apparently two firms are going to be paid somewhere in the region of 30 million to get rid of it and burn it or do whatever whereas hang on if there's another country in the world that's really hell-bent on still keeping covid and this idea going why don't we just ship it off to them for a couple of grand instead of paying consultants six-figure numbers and businesses seven or eight-figure numbers it stinks a bit doesn't it yeah sure money does. for who
0: who in yeah. westminster well, has investments in all of those is what i want to know <laughs>
1: uh i haven't even dug that deep but that actually tickled me i mean i might come back with the answer for you sometime but that stinks i did say mlc partners if anybody wants to speak for themselves but then you've got the covid thing it started to cool down so they needed a crisis and as much as anything that ukraine crisis as far as i'm concerned that are far too many coincidences far too many people keeping things going the pain of it and like i say the refugee movements everything is just like syria the refugee movements everything once again all different parts of the world the west is getting flooded it pushes another agenda when something kept going unnecessarily they could they could get people to the table someone's fed up on one side i still my vote is still out on whether Putin is embedded in this as well or not?
0: I don't know. I I honestly I, I don't have an answer for that, but I think, and this is this is just my opinion, I think that you know, we, we were watching what was going on with the World Economic Forum when all this started. And what has and may, maybe I'm the wrong person to be answering this, but what has really hurt russia in all of this what has really hurt them as in with all the sanctions and everything all the businesses and everything pulling out mcdonald's closing coca-cola leaving uh spotify and netflix being pulled google being pulled facebook being pulled okay so let me get this straight the russian people are going to be healthier they're not going to have any stress or anxiety uh they're not going to have any uh any more culture ruined through the uh, the degeneracy of netflix so um it's going to be an excess of money. Yeah, and they've already they've already <laughs> recouped the losses from when the sanctions started on the ruble yeah. because Putin came out and pegged it to gold. So now it's mm-hmm. going to be gold. And he says that, look, if you want to buy Russian resources, you're going to have to pay in rubles. That's it. And when the taps got turned off to Europe, by the way, Who do you think was standing there waiting, ready to say, hey, look, yeah, if you're not going to send all that extra uh, gas and oil to Europe, and if you're not going to do that, I will take all that excess to. um, uh, No, 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 not not Germany. No, 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 India. Modi stepped up and said, I'll take um, all that excess you got sitting up there in uh, in Siberia at those oil fields. I'll I'll take all that. And that's where it's going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. The Germans are trying to work a side deal to try and keep it. Because uh, here's the thing, 40% of Germany's energy, energy from natural resources, comes from Russia. You can't just cut that off if you're unwilling to turn on your own coal fire plants to take them out of mothballs. You can't just turn off Russian oil and gas if you refuse to reinstate your nuclear power plants and spin up the ones you've already got to even higher capacity. You, you can't just do that.
1: And this is where the people have to be given the choice. This is where, if you had true government and true transparency, they would have gone, okay, people, and the referendum would have been really interesting. What do you think of Ukraine yourself? And by the way, if you want to be totally ethical and moral, we are going to have to cut the supply for fuel. We're going to have to do this because we'd be funding it otherwise. We'd be funding the Russian war machine, and you'd lose a lot of your heat in, and would have to try and rebuild a structure, but it's going to be hard times for a while. What do you think, people? And let the people think. There's, how many people are out there marching because there's been no transparency, because it's been a farce for two years? And they're still out there. The Germans are still marching and, every yeah, day. And the, and, yeah, and the governments out there are still not telling the truth. They're, saying, they're telling the people that it's wrong, but they're not telling the people that they're funding it, which they are. They are funding it. I mean, and when they put Putin on the pedestal and go, "See that rope? That's for you, because this is a international world summit, and you're a war criminal." Um, I think that that little pedestal is going to be empty, and he's never going to make it because he'd go, well, "What about all you collaborators who funded me while I was doing it? Tens of billions or whatever." Because he's not going to go and swing willingly, is he? He's going to no. come on and
0: go, "No, I've got the receipts here, boys." And on top of that, I'm, I'm not entirely certain, and I, again, I, I could be wrong in my assessment here, but uh, I'm not entirely certain that Putin wants to go to war with the West and lose millions of uh, his own soldiers again. You know, the, the Russians have already been through that in the Second nobody World War. They war. lost millions. No, of course nobody wants um, war. The people don't want war. Nobody wants uh, war. The, w- the West don't want the no, war. No, they don't.
1: They, they don't just have the stomach want, they it. Just want, they want the manipulation. Of course they do. And they want they're they're playing that horrible stinking game, and it's costing people lives. And every life that is supposedly lost to a Russian bullet, shell, or whatever, is being funded by the West. That's what you got to understand. It is bad. It is nasty. It's not clever. And that is the state the world's
0: in. Boris Johnson taking the trip to uh, Ukraine to meet with uh, Zelensky. I'm sure that was all over was your got, uh, your TV and the papers. He, he did it dance? on Good Friday. No, he did it on Good Are Friday. High heels. <laughs> well <What? laughs> it's it's actually it's funny. <laughs> Uh, that that was uh, that that was the case. Uh, hold on, just a second. I have a clip here of his trip where he met with uh, Zelensky, uh, and this is them. Uh, and as you can see, they're they're walking through. Of course, you know they're uh, pointing. Boris is pointing at things that he has no idea what he's pointing at. But as you can see, this is all a photo op, and they get given two cocks right here, uh, well, that's as, a, fitting. as a gift. <laughs> as, as a gift, he and Zelensky were each presented with one, uh, and you can from one you can see cock there. to yeah. another. Yeah, yes yeah uh and he's he's wanting to know he's because he said he said right there he says i'm from london so what do i do with this and she promptly showed him no uh apparently but yeah he was he was given a uh he was given a a, a i guess a, a symbiotic um yeah. it, what it is it's a, it's it's a it's something that holds liquid and it looks like a, a rooster and the rooster's yes. mouth is open and you you hold the tail and you pour it out i mean that's, and it pours that's, out yes yeah. lovely I hope some oil comes out there. You might need it. So he's over there Posh. again. And it, it, he was over Posh. there on, on Good Friday. For what purpose? Posh. You don't know? It doesn't make no any idea. sense whatsoever. What's the media no. saying? Nothing. Nothing? No, I haven't, I haven't. Actually, I'm trying to catch
1: up because I've been Hello. away for a few days. I've yeah, actually yeah, stay away. stayed stay away from the idea. mainstream stuff yeah. and actually look. Because every now and then I'll look at some mainstream stuff and I'll give it, okay, where's the news? And <sighs> no. Uh, there's there's so much and it it becomes aggravating and you're right to point that out actually because i've had a few days off i've got to actually get back into forcing myself to watch the mainstream media again because it's so easily to go it's just going to be a load of crap and not watch it like a bad program so uh, you know so you've got to be able to have the counter argument so yeah thank you i think yeah i've got to get back on flow with that as well
0: Mm-hmm. Over last weekend in, in England, over the last weekend, and we'll bring it to this weekend, but let, let's start with last weekend because that's where it began. Extinction Rebellion decided that they were, because I know you want to talk about the Eco Warriors, so I thought we'll just segue into it now. Extinction Rebellion, they decided that they were going to blockade the UK's, I think, I believe it's your only oil refinery. They decided to blockade it and they put these kids out. I I've, I've got I've got the behind the scenes thing where they were interviewing these kids. These look like in my in my personal opinion, uh, you'll understand when you see this. This looks like a parody, but it's not. It's it's really not. It looks like something possibly out of like Monty Python or something, but it's it's really not. These are indoctrinated kids that I mean, you can tell that they're like the uh what's the word you guys use? The posh types. Yeah, the ones that look like they come from like privileged households, those those types. Yeah, I'm yeah. serious. And and they're all they're boys. all these are young kids. They're they're all whacked out of their minds. They're literally convinced because of everything that the politicians and the mainstream media say about this, this climate change and this extreme weather stuff and, and everything, global warming and all the rest of it, whatever, whatever buzz phrase you want to use. They're literally convinced that the world is going to end within two to three years from now. They're literally convinced of that. So listen to this
2: the methods you're taking are frustrating people because it disrupts the lives that they've... I'm sorry, Jennifer, but that makes you complicit. Yes. You are complicit in what is happening. You are complicit in genocide. You are complicit in the death of my child, complicit in the death of your own family, if you believe that. For decades, people have been trying different things. People in the global south have been crying out for decades, warning us of what is happening, of their suffering. People have tried, you know, petitions, talking to their MPs. People have been crying out for help for years and the government doesn't live and quite frankly the media doesn't listen we are doing this because we are in an emergency we have been warned we have two to three years to determine the future of humanity we do not have time we need an emergency response and this is why we're doing this is because we have no time we need to act with urgency when I was first went out on the road uh, we were met by a lot of um, oil workers who were very angry quite I think they were probably quite scared as well they didn't quite know what was going on on. um they were extremely angry and um, a few a few people in my team were pushed and shoved and there were buckets kicked so on um, um after i had been arrested a friend um, went and de-escalated one of these one of these oil workers and talked to them explained what we were doing and the conversation went from um, hostile and polemic to um, to the oil worker understanding oh, more he, what we were doing he changed sides, and accepting I see.
0: Ah. and accepting it uh-huh.
2: and even supporting it. Right. So that there is only so much of that that ordinary people like us can do on the streets. The rest of it, making the connection between the actions that we are taking, the disruption that we're causing, and and our, our demands, our message, that, that is your job.
0: Complete fabrication and totally scripted. Would you agree? Uh, it's got to be because the, the, one,
1: the, big, the biggest problem, I mean, once again, hang on. Let's see what has been and hasn't been happening. What, where are all the coincidences? These people have the conscience of the world on their shoulder, yeah? Just because Supposedly. COVID happened for two years, where were they? That would have given them another two years. Maybe they might have had five to actually do something about it. But no, they didn't. And you haven't heard a damn thing in this world. Only from, let me see, Mr. Gates, who wants to grow his fungus farms and everything. He yeah. pushed He pushed everything while COVID was on because he's a self-serving idiot. But these, these green people, these eco-warriors, which are a load of bollocks because... They haven't done a damn thing for two years. So you take it once again, it's it's the same. It's the same thing churning out. What happened after the Second World War? Hang on, we had a Cold War. Oh, yes. Let's find something that people don't like. Um, nuclear power, nuclear weapons. We don't want the opposition to go ahead. So we'll fund all the protesters in all the West and try and cause loads of disruption and get that going. Hang on. COVID, right, we want another sidestep of this because people are getting a bit, oh, hang on, they're telling the truth about Ukraine. What are we going to do now? We need another, let's start funding these green peasants again. Because I'm sorry, not one of those. I remember, I mean, we've all done protesting. We've all been a teenager at some time. We've done something or other. We Whether we were up trees in whatever, we were dirty from head to foot by the time we come out. They were nicely pressed there. Oh yeah! In fact, they were probably wearing their worst clothing. Uh huh. Yes, and they
0: came to. Gosh. They were ready to go to a dinner party. And they I weren't think. ill-educated. They weren't ill-educated. They they no. they spoke very well. But they th- they just spoke a load of bollocks. They did. We've got two to
1: three years. No, uh, the honesty is, which is really upsetting for you youngsters. We've passed the tipping point. This is a damage control thing from here on in. Yeah, we've passed the tipping point on your ecological disaster because, like. When I was growing up, the world could comfortably sustain $7 billion. That was written decades and decades ago. We went past that tipping point, so we got an excess population. We've had the science of let's make more money, more money, more money. Oh, hang on. Uh, somebody could buy my carbon footprint, aren't they? So I can still churn this crap out, but I'm innocent because someone else is paying the bill. Every time, what they need to stop is they want all these electric cars they want everything but every time a new car design comes out and how many different car designs are there in the world in numerous amount yeah mm-hmm. in numerous amounts from all these companies these factories have to be changed around things have the carbon footprint isn't just the car it's the whole process that goes with it that affects people
0: that affects change that affects factories if they would get out and of the way if they would get out of the way and let innovation run its course and, and let people through the, through the free market and free flow of ideas, if you let that take its course, these people would become irrelevant and you wouldn't need their forced investments and their forced change. That doesn't work.
1: Yeah, so don't, don't waste your time protesting. Put it into the energy of doing something, literally doing something, because the more you interrupt the process that's there, okay, say, hang on. They did a protest all out of good intentions, but the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Those good intentions then disrupted some form of business, probably had to have um, a load of police or government officials or whatever on overtime, everything else like that. Look at what you're little protesting. There are other ways of doing it. Your carbon footprint for that protest would be interesting in
0: itself. Indeed. Today, in fact, Extinction Rebellion decided they were going to increase the size of people that they could pay that afternoon. They decided that they were going to block off both Vauxhall and Lambeth bridges in London. Mind you, these are the two main bridges that are the central crossing points for ambulances that go to St. Thomas Hospital in London. And both of these bridges were inaccessible. And Clearly, Ned, you can see the uh you can see them out here. And the police are doing absolutely nothing. They're just standing there and walking yeah, around them. And,
1: but each one of those, each one of those is being paid what to yeah. actually be there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, well, it's simple. It's simple. You get whatever water cannons that the Met has, you line up at one end of that bridge and you just go. That's that's simple <laughs> as, I'm sorry. But I you're, mean, you're impeding, you're impeding, you're impeding medical services and emergency services.
1: And not just that. You're just causing, there's, there's ways of doing things. Yeah. If you haven't got the sense, or you're that bored because you've been locked down for two years, that you've got to come and sit on a bridge and totally mess up the livelihoods of so many different people, which will have to, in some form or other, apply more time, more stuff, create a bigger carbon footprint because you want to camp out on a bridge and think, yeah, they're going to listen to us. Oh, we've now got. One day less than two years before the whole world implodes. Uh, excuse me, no good. Stupid. I mean, I do not like it when they drag the kids along. They would have been better off having a forum, having a talk with people and discussing things. They say that girl stood up and said, The media doesn't say anything. Oh, the government doesn't do anything. Why aren't you out there talking to people? Because if you, like us, get people to listen, maybe you'll get discussion later on. And
0: there's more voices. It's a dead issue. They, They can't because the only people that they attract are people within their own feedback loop of just craziness. People that are already off the deep end that's all that they can get. I was making this point last week about podcasts. It's the same thing. You look at all these podcasts that they've put hundreds of millions of dollars into. For example, like Hillary Clinton, she has a podcast. No one listens to it. You've got the Obamas, both him and her. They both have podcasts. They put hundreds of millions of dollars into those podcasts. You got some big deal with Spotify. like I want to say it was like $100 million. No one listens to it because they can't get anybody to think. They can't provoke anything that that will resonate uh, an independent thought. It doesn't allow people to think in the ideology that they promote in the agendas that they carry. All they do is they just resonate with other people in that same uh, way. Ilk, they, they can't. The yeah, ilk, they yeah. can't. Like we we can ha- we can sit down and we can have a discussion on here and have somebody on with an opposing view and we can have the long, drawn out, reasonable discussion about things, even though we don't agree on it. These people can't do that. They're unwilling to hear anything that doesn't fit with their agenda and they will not move on it no because they
1: they uh, there is no there is no rhetoric it's all weaponized in one direction yeah and it is short sentences it even comes down to name calling really yeah. even in government ad hominem. and
0: it's ad hominem you
1: know, it, it, it's just it, it, it it's ridiculous uh, to the eco warriors your time Would be spec just question who actually funded you and why have you started and why you just haven't been doing it for two years. And don't blame it on COVID, because that means basically all of a sudden you've got morals and ethics again. I'd like to think you have. But funny enough, I think someone's writing a check to stir you lot up again. And one or two people are getting you in motion because it's causing a little bit of chaos. And that is what they want. And I've got to stop saying, "end." I keep doing that too much lately. The carbon footprint that you have caused, just get a piece of paper out and say, the cost of us to travel here, the cost of our time, the cost of the disruption, the cost of this and whatever. And if at the bottom, it all adds up to just what you think is morally correct, but the actual carbon footprint is against and how many days worth of carbon. Take that off your two years, guys. Yeah, and then... Make sure you've added all of your lot to it. There are better ways of doing it. Be more proactive in the way you want to do things. If you want to change things, be proactive, not disruptive. because It doesn't work because that disruption will just pile up your carbon footprint because you are responsible. You're doing exactly what businesses are doing. They'll put out a new car and they'll go, wow, it's electric, but they won't tell you that the whole design business, the whole manufacturing business and the crap and the mountain of batteries you're going to get at the end of it, yeah, in so many years time will be just like billions of debt, carbon footprint, is just, it's just insurmountable. You you won't be able to do anything with it. If you want to think along those lines and, and you want to call yourself an eco this or eco that, think of what you are doing to the world in your own little negative way. Be proactive I haven't got a problem with you saying, save the world. I haven't got a problem with anybody saving the world. We're all trying to do it in our own little way. Whether it's on a population level, trying to find out who's behind all this and get the people's the people's movement moving on such a large scale.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that somebody's funding all this. I think if you start to dig a little bit, and we haven't surprisingly, I don't know why, but I think if you start to dig a little bit and i don't just looking at it on the surface i believe that all roads are going to lead back to davos switzerland that's my opinion because they carry the climate uh, the climate change agenda down there that's what they promote same thing with the united nations with agenda 2030 if you look at the little um, uh, the little rainbow circular pin that they put out that's that's literally that's each each one of those colors in there and we went over this, myself and, and Marty and Bruce, we did a two-part podcast on this. Each one of those colors in there represents a point of the, uh, I believe there's 27 points to UN Agenda 2030. And each one of those represents a point in that agenda that they want to achieve yep. by 2030. But I think if you start to dig deeper, you'll find that it's all interconnected. As you said, your carbon footprint, right? That's what it is. That That's what it's always promoted as. But what's coming in the future if we allow this, this digital ID and social credit, right? Because you need to have that digital ID in order to have that social credit. Now, I want, I want to play this clip. This is about four minutes long, but you need to hear every last second of this because this is where it goes. Okay, this is where it goes. the The whole thing with COVID and this this great reset and this this um, uh, these eco warriors, these extinction rebellion people, this is all tied together. All of this is is one giant lump of just festering Belting. garbage. Yeah, it's, it's just nonsense. It's all coming from the same place. It's all being pushed and perpetuated by the same people. But this is where it goes. This is what's happening in China right now. Of course, if it's not on lockdown, this is what's happening right now. And this is what is coming here. Because the same people that have funded, constructed, and engineered this in China and have it operational now are bringing it here. This is what's coming.
3: They're constantly monitored by facial recognition cameras that are able to instantly put a face to a name. Now the Chinese are also ranked, given a mark out of a possible 950 points. The score in the 700s is considered good, around the 500 mark is not. For now, the number is a sort of bank credit rating, keeping track of everyone's spending habits. I think being ranked is a good thing.
0: A society has to have rules. It forces us to be well behaved.
3: It may seem scary but it's just like that here. We're used to it and anyway we don't have a choice. But in an effort to keep all of its subjects in line, Beijing is taking the system a step further in 2020. It's aggregating data gathered by banks, private companies and the state to rate if someone's a good or bad citizen.
0: By using the most data possible, the so-called big data, the system will play an important role in rebuilding a moral society.
3: The state will go over every detail of a person's life with a fine-tooth comb a financial situation spending habits career even behavior on social media criticizing the government online or displaying outward signs of wealth is a no-no on the other hand raising the party or giving blood increases your social credit Xiao Wen wong is a model citizen she lives in nanjing a testing ground for social ranking married with a child she has a job in a retirement home no debts, and she wouldn't dream of jaywalking. As a good citizen, I respect the rules of the road. If I didn't, I'd lose points on my social credit. In theory, everything can be taken into account in the social school, even the most innocuous errands, like supermarket shopping. When Xiao Wen Wang makes an electronic payment, her purchases tell the state a lot about her. Buying cigarettes would count against her. On the other hand, nappies show she's an attentive mother beer could indicate alcoholism. She'd be better off buying water. In this pilot city of 8 million people, there are only 18,000 model citizens. For Xiao Wen Wang, there are perks to be had, such as paying half price for the bus. I get discounts for all public services,
2: even at museums. And the library is free for me, thanks to my school.
3: A good school brings benefits, but people with low scores lose rights. The cinema names and shames people considered untrustworthy, blastering their details, even their addresses, across big screens. It's a matter of principle. Those people have to be condemned. Those people aren't honest, so they have to pay the price. It's only right to pay your debts. You have to blacklist those that don't. The Supreme Court has created a blacklist for so-called bad citizens, those whose ratings have dropped to zero. On it are companies, but also 23 million people to date. Among them is this journalist Liu Hu. He got a little too close to uncovering corruption among high-profile party members. After being sued for defamation by the subject of a story he'd written, he was blacklisted. He only realized when he tried to buy a train ticket and was told he was banned from traveling.
0: That tells me I'm still on the blacklist.
3: Punished because he's been branded untrustworthy by the state. Mm.
1: Once you're blacklisted, you can no longer get a bank loan, start a business, buy an apartment, or even send your children to a private school.
3: You, who is among a tiny minority of people who have dared to criticize the system, which some are calling a digital dictatorship. I worry,
1: because I
0: think many people like me will be deprived of individual freedoms. And all of us will live with restrictions of one kind or another.
3: After our meeting, Yuhu learned that his name had been removed from the blacklist, but he still has a long way to go if he doesn't want to languish at the bottom of the social credit hierarchy.
0: That's where they want to take
1: it, right there. Well, was, well I mean you saw that social credit rating, yeah? In the oh, UK, yeah. they have a credit rating, exactly like on a phone. And this enables people, this is really, and this gets people into debt because if you, if you don't actually spend, it, you can have money. This is where the credit rating goes really weird. You can have money in this country and you could be able to afford anything you want. But if you haven't used plastic cards or whatever else or what, you know. You, your
0: credit score used to go down. Same in the states. And then it, then they'd question it when you wanted yeah. to get something. They're like, you haven't been spending and- on this credit, so you, you, <laughs> yeah. you don't have enough yeah. credit, so you can't. So wait a minute, I need to go into debt so I can pay the debt, so I can have money available a lot of to me to, yeah. to go money, into yeah. debt more. So yeah. okay, all right, just so I'm clear. I actually got
1: told off. I actually got told off for keeping my credit card in the positive. Oh, they
0: hate that. They hate that. I'm one of those people. They hate that. I do that every month.
1: But the thing is, so they have this credit rating. So people that don't have money really, they just look at their phone every day and it goes up a little bit and their credit rating goes up. So then they can borrow something and buy something, which puts them into debt. And I I mean, it is a misery machine. They're really happy over there, aren't they? Eight million people and there's 18,000.
0: No, twelve top million top people. Citizens. Twelve million people in that city, oh, and 12, yeah, and, and there's citizens. eighteen thousands that are model citizens. Yeah, and mm, the rest of them, yeah. and what I, I forget what the number was because there was like five minutes of that, but I forget what the number was of people that went to zero. And so, what you're you're on the street, or or I mean that that's where they're taking it. All this stuff, you know. Imagine imagine COVID being wrapped up into all that, and you know damn well it would be, or any other thing that they wanted to call a oh, pandemic.
1: Yeah, no, that is and the that, public that, that shaming, social engi- that social engineering is of course just it is. The, the public shaming but in the cinema That is exactly what I want. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, that, that, that I mean, how can okay, they they've got no money, they can't pay the bills. Okay, they socially. Hang on. What how many people in the West, how many scams are there? So if somebody say, how many people fall under a scam out of say a million people? Quite a lot. Like and some of them lose their livelihood. So yeah. all of a sudden you've gone from that ah, and you can't pay anything, and now you're blacklisted and your face is up there because someone's pulled a nasty one on you. I mean and you'll just be told, yeah. <laughs>
0: you can't catch the bus or the train you can't do anything yeah you to gotta yourself walk out of it you gotta walk is it but you did catch that ned if you take the survey every morning on your smartphone if you praise the party the, the communist party if you praise yeah. the communist party and you yeah, and you donate blood then you get a little bit back on your score
1: oh man when he said that guess what went through my head
0: you were looking I for said, the nearest okay. blood innovation center.
1: You get you know, you get points of giving blood. I went, Well, how much is an organ worth? I mean, China's pretty yeah, good right. at that, isn't it?
0: Yeah. So yeah. That right there, that that right there, that is that is precisely what they want to do. So I know we were talking about eco warriors, but think about that carbon footprint being wrapped up into your spending and your banking. Think about that. Everything. Because Everything. the do economy essentially right. there. Yeah, exactly. The do economy was less about what you would spend because right now they're in the process of trying to make all money digital, right? So you're going to have to take the digital wallet to get those digital ration tokens, and you're going to have to do exactly what they say in order to get those tokens uh, or whatever it is that they give you. That's how you're going to have to live. That right there. I don't want oh, any part yeah. of that. I don't want any part of that.
1: I know. And this is where we were talking about that they're ramping up. They're using Ukraine to ramp up the cost of living. So it's fuel or whatever. And even if the Saudis have gone, yeah, there's a fuel line. something happens to one of their terminals all of a sudden, and oh, it's affecting the West. And hang on. The funny thing is they preempt it before Ukraine kicked off. They were talking about, oh, there's going to be a food crisis, the movement of staff and this, that, and whatever. And you can actually date the meetings, date the talk. And all of a sudden, Ukraine, oh, yeah. All right. Fine. Oh, fuel. Oh, it was going to happen anyway. Um, it was get- yeah. They were going to do it anyway. Yeah. But it's how they blatantly preempt it, keep the lie going, and it is just one piling up of another. It, it is, it is just, it is laughable. It is so. Tra- that's the only thing that's transparent, funny enough. That is it is, the only transparent. Thing that is if transparent if you're paying
0: attention. You can actually see right through it. You can actually <laughs> yeah. see right through it. It's, that the, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's funny. I, I find it fascinating. I was I was watching earlier this week. I was like, OK, they've dropped everything as in here. They, they've kept the, the mask thing in certain places. So if a business wants to keep it in, then they can. Doctors offices that you notice they, they kept a little foot in the door, right? They kept the foot in the door. All oh, government yeah. buildings, public transport, you still have to wear masks and all the rest of that stuff. But the people, they haven't gone away. That's the problem. Yeah. They're still out there in the streets. I saw somebody walking down the street uh, earlier in one of these protests in a uh, in a prison jumpsuit with a Bill Gates mask on. So, oh God. people are all still aware, and and it's less about the, they're still doing the whole uh, COVID thing, but it's less about that, and it's more about the digital IDs, the the digital wallets, the the digital money. Uh, The Great Reset. That's what it's about. That's what people are protesting. Is that right there? And the governments, maybe they were hoping, all right, the people are dumb enough. They're just going to go away because we're going to drop all the COVID restrictions. No, 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 no. It's about so much more than that. COVID was just the spark that set that off.
1: It is because I mean, you could take every, all those words that were spoken on that clip from China, that's the way it is now, and that that people have been saying those horrible lines, even in the West, for uh, in a way of accepting things. That's the way it is. or that's what, and are you giving it? Well, no. If you don't like it, do something about it. Even if it's just to speak to somebody, start that snowball, create an avalanche eventually. Because it's wrong. If it's wrong, it's fundamentally wrong. And if you can't be bothered to look into the future. Uh, it's a horrible thing to say, but when you have a child and you're building a, f- a future for that child, the child isn't our future, but you try and make it prepared for a future by dumbing yourself down, accepting anything. What sort of future are you getting your child ready for? Ask yourself At And even if you haven't got children, what sort of life would you like the future of everybody else's child? That is just wanting to have a job, earn enough money to do what they want because the majority of people don't have oodles of money as much as, yeah, it'd be lovely if everything was free on an equal level, which we're not designed for. It won't happen no no matter what. As long as my arse points southwards, it's not going to happen. That's the way it is. But for everybody that just wants to work, have an income, feel like they've achieved something with their day, which how the hell can you feel like you've achieved something if you're on social and told what you're entitled to? What are you going to feel like you've worked towards? Hang on, I'm not working towards anything except being told what I can have. I mean, that is one hell of a bad, dark, depressive mental state that people are going to be in. I mean, acceptance of grey. If that's what it is. It is just grey. Yeah. It's not good at
0: all. Yeah, And here to tell us about how we've had all of our civil liberties and, and all of our freedoms and our democracy stomped over the last <laughs> 12 months is uh, Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. You really could not make this up. It's got to be a troll at this point to be saying is something it? like this. I could not believe it. So when Canadians <laughs> and friends from
1: around the world stand for Ukraine. We are standing for Ukraine, but we are also standing for ourselves, for these values that have been undermined over the past years with the rise of authoritarianism, (laughs) with attacks on the social cohesion because of excessive populism and over-nationalism. (laughs) Over-nationalism. We have an
0: opportunity now as a world to stand for what is right. Here's a man. Here's a man. Who stole people's property, stole their bank accounts because they dared stand up and say, you're wrong and we don't want you as our leader any longer. You've ruined our lives. You've ruined our families' lives. You've ruined our children's futures. You've ruined our businesses. And he says that... Oh, he didn't just say that, did he? He said he even stood
1: up in his own parliament and called people Nazis and oh, God knows God what me.
0: else. And, and honk and- honk! Don't forget what honk honk was—that what that was. A- <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't even want to say the words because I'd never be able to. Uh, it's, I, I ridiculous. Just couldn't. It's, it's
0: ridiculous. It's yeah. ridiculous.
1: For those people that actually have any sentiment about what Trudeau is saying and see if he's telling the truth, look into. A law that they're trying to pass, which has been ongoing since February, and it's called the C, as Charlie C Eleven and Eight Stroke Law in Canada. It's in Canada,
0: in Canada, and, okay,
1: yeah. And look into it. And this will be what is Psychic Freeland and him trying to push through, which will then, I mean, okay, you you'll be even you'll be even be able to Google it, even though I hate the idea of Googling anything. Go out there, use your Google engines and just put in C11 Mandate Stroke Law Canada. Just see what you come up with. It'll come up with something, but it might make you question that idiot because he is. He's a nasty piece of work. And to actually speak like that after what he's done, uh, no. Then go speak to uh, some normal Canadian people and they might actually
0: refresh your memory to what's been going on. He won't meet with Canadian people. Do you do you remember the ultimatum that he put out to the truckers? He said, "If you get vaccinated, then I will meet for <laughs> two minutes with each truck." <laughs> but but if you they did get vaccinated, yeah, and he still he still didn't meet with them. No, I, I he thought still he was going to. He did. No, he never he met won't. with them. No, he did. He, he will not, and and none of them will because they know that they know that they're in the wrong. They're on the wrong side of history. They know it. Of course, they're not going to meet with anybody. Just like the European governments won't meet with any of their people. Macron, the the French elections going on right now. It's neck and neck, by the way, of uh, of Macron and Le Pen in the first round. That, uh, God knows how that is. Yeah, we I, I don't, know. I don't. I mean, how on earth? How on earth can you literally call French citizens non citizens? If they don't get vaccinated and then come out and win a general election, I don't think so. I don't think so. I'll be fair. I'll be fair. And I'm just I have nothing to back this up with. I have no proof of this. I'm just I'm going off of what French MPs were saying after the last election, where, again, it was a runoff between Macron and um, Marine Le Pen they were saying back then that there's no way he could have done this without mail-in ballots because the French, as you know, they've got territories all over the world. And they take Uh mail-in ballots from all of those places because, as Macron says, every French vote has to count. So you know what that means. When you've got a politician from, well, quite frankly, the Socialist Party, when they came out and they just like the Democrats in America, when they come out and they say every vote will count. All of a sudden. Yeah. All of a sudden, there's, you yeah. You know, you're going to be shafted. Yeah, yeah know. You, you're going to get screwed.
1: <laughs> but I mean, can you imagine it? A, a French household, yeah? Now, the French can be lively at the best times. And they used to be the people that like, if they'd done wrong, they would come out on force on the streets and even their police would let them protest. That has radically changed. But if you had a French family and you had somebody at the sitting at the table that didn't want to be vaccinated and had whatever reason uh, they had, and the person that got vaccinated had whatever reason now, and they were living together, you you would have one citizen and one non-citizen in the same house. They could be married to each other.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is that is that rules for is that uh, enough 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 rules for a divorce? I I is guess you
0: I don't citizen? know. I, I You're not no a idea. French citizen anymore yeah apparently not this is something that just came across my desk here have you heard of something called the big power off in the uk big power off yes oh god okay Uh, this is okay so you've not heard of it this i literally just got this somebody just sent me this okay so um i'm assuming this has something to do with an extinction rebellion thing again there's a flyer that they've been sending around 10-minute blackout from 10 p.m. on April 10th. Okay, because at the time oh. of recording. So that would be just over an hour from now. They say it will impact energy and shareholders' profits. So I'm only assuming that it's the eco-warriors that are doing this. It shows the government we can organize legal silent collective action protests at a short notice without leaving home. Everyone right, left, and center needs to get involved. This is a nonpartisan action protest. The 10 minutes of blackout will be followed by a huge surge on the national grid. This is the beginning if we don't get results. We rinse and repeat until action is taken and reduce— excuse me, until action is taken to reduce energy costs. We demand special emergency measures to reduce energy costs now. To reduce energy costs— well, they've they've caused the energy cost increase by not allowing any competitors uh, and yeah, and only they're, sending they're, it to single providers. Way.
1: They want to reduce the energy cost. Why? So I mean, correct. Energy does cost too much. But if you're an eco warrior and the cost of your energy is forcing people to use less so can't afford it, you want it reduced so and go back using as much as they want. I mean, sorry, I'm just trying to to get the word in. It doesn't (laughs) add up. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, who's funding this? All of a sudden, this wonderful thing, which is all up and running and going, and then they saying, wow, to reduce energy costs. The whole thing doesn't add up. It's a load of bollocks. All this is going to head towards is, is if they manage to pull off an energy shutdown via the internet, or cyberware, or whatever else, I wonder what the government will be calling for next. Or is oh, we're gonna just need, another level of manipulation?
0: More, no, we're going to need more restrictions. We're going to need more oversight. We're going to need more security. They're <laughs> yeah. going to have to take over exactly. everything to make sure that it's safe. Oh, God. Eco-warriors.
1: Every body that was a face or a voice in that you better realize they're being
0: manipulated. You know, I, I was making this argument last week. I, I said, I'm I'm all for this environmental stuff, but I want it to get back to where it was like when I was a kid coming out of the 70s and going into the 80s, where it was about true conservationism. That's been abandoned. And I'm talking when I say true conservationism, I'm talking people were about doing, people were doing. Yes, of course personally. they were yeah. they were getting involved. I was, I was doing composting not, when I was a kid. I was learning that. about it. Yeah. I was doing composting when I was a kid. I was learning about it. I was taught it in school. I was doing recycling. We were looking at repurposing everything we had, so we could save on things like plastics uh, and 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 everything else. We we had other uh, other options that we could reuse things for. That was taught, and it it's not now. Now it's just this. I I don't know what this is. This is this is insanity. But But you still you still have the true eco warriors that are teaching that
1: even in this country. I mean, the other day, who did I come across? There was um uh, it was like at the BBC forum there's a bbc forum which is just open for crafty people or uh-huh. little people who wanted to have it's just an open area yeah. yeah as much as i hate the bbc at the moment because it just yeah, it's like a closed terrible. media but um well, i'm sorry i've mentioned their name but either way they were there and they'd got um like the large coca-cola bottles plastic ones yeah i said that is you could re if you got all your crisp packets, And stuff like that, and just forced them into this and compressed it and compressed it and compressed it. You would have a plastic tube that would not decompose for X amount of time. Then you could line them up, you could paint them, you could do garden little fencing in front of whatever, you could make garden furniture, paint it, it'd last forever, it'd be robust. Do you know what we used to do with amazing. those? It was amazing. I mean, we they,
0: were, to, they were doing all sorts of things. Uh, you call it rounders. We call it baseball. We used to make baseball bats out of those empty bottles. <laughs> we did. We did. You could buy... Listen. You could buy... At, you could go down to the You go down to the local uh, corner store. We used to do this. You'd go down to the local corner store. They had a little section in there with like recycled products, and you could get the end of a baseball bat that was made of recycled plastic that had like the, uh, the threads on it, and it would connect... Specifically to like a, a an empty two liter bottle or something of coca-cola or, or Pepsi or whatever it was, and that was your bat and they would give you a little ball made out of recycled plastic that that's what we do we play we play awesome. ball in the in it's the neighborhood con- with, with exactly that kind of
1: stuff. exactly but the ingenuity people if, if somebody just wants to stand up there, although it does it, i mean although we are speaking but we're speaking to people information and giving them choice. If you're just going to be in people's faces and you're preaching the eco-warrior thing and you're just going to shout at people, or if you don't have to be an eco-warrior, if you're actually screaming from one end on a specific person and not willing to listen to points of view, and if somebody, if I'd been there, I'd have said, well, have you thought about what you were causing on your own carbon footprint? I'm not saying your ideals are wrong. I'm saying you're going about it the wrong way. You should apply yourself as an individual or even as a group of individuals along a less destructive route because just doing that, getting people's backs up, and it's all about people manipulation because it's too forthright. And then you see the bridges, they've got the children and the older people sitting there on a bridge. What are you achieving here? You're not actually achieving anything other than, yes, we're talking about it, but not in a positive point of view because you haven't been positive. But you've just added or taken off X amount of days from that two-year destructive whatever you think you've got. Who'd come up with two years? So does that mean somebody wants to implement the food crisis to such a point so within two years you've got this, that, and whatever? No, there is a horrible agenda going there. And once again, kids are being manipulated. And after two years of being locked up... I think it's going to be a lot of teenage angst yeah, they're going trying in all
0: directions. It. Yeah, they're trying to channel yeah. it into uh, into that ridiculous uh, eco-warrior movement. You know, I I especially like the. Uh, and You don't see them anymore, uh, at least not recently. But uh, you know, they were talking about the energy costs. You don't see the insolent Britain crowds. That was a uh, an extinction rebellion spinoff. You know, these are the ones that would just go out and sit in front of a uh, crosswalk. Uh, they would glue themselves mm-hmm. to the roadway and stop working people from. Taking their children to school. Oh, somebody, or... glued
1: their hands, somebody glued their hands down the tarmac the other day. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. I mean, how ridiculous is that? Yeah,
0: that's what I they mean, were doing. If you
1: think about it, but the, but the point is, you're going to now hang on. <laughs> somebody glued themselves York, to the floor ext- on the ext- other ext- side of Vauxhall Bridge. <laughs> I can't get the ambulance across because your mates are stopping me. Now, come on. It's so ridiculous.
0: It It is so uh, ridiculous. They they had a bunch (laughs) of those Extinction Rebellion idiots in New York doing the same thing. They were shutting down traffic. They got creative with one of them. They took some cast iron pipe. They chained their hands together, right, around their wrists. And then they they padlocked them, you know, with little padlocks. And then they put uh, they put their arms. Th- but before they did this, they put their arms through and they locked up hands inside a piece of cast iron pipe. So they had to show and then they laid down in the middle of the road in the middle of the expressway. They laid down. And so obviously, the, you know, traffic was backed up from in New York. You know, on the on the west side of Manhattan, traffic was backed up for miles and miles and miles. The NYPD shows up with emergency services and paramedics and everything else. Mm-hmm. They had to literally come out with cutting wheels, you know, angle grinding cutting wheels and cut the cast iron pipe off in order to get to the chain, to get to the lock, to get these idiots out of the way.
1: But that is self-justified self-justification of Hang on, what was my carbon footprint for that a whole freeway full of vehicles, which are probably still churning out gas while they stood there, which probably wasn't a, was, became a bit of a health hazard. They got X amount of emergency services. It doesn't stop there because when you do a protest like that, you then get put into a system and the system has lawyers in it. And lawyers love to spend things out for an endless amount of time, no matter how petty it is. So, uh, sorry doesn't quite add up
0: does it no no it certainly doesn't okay um we're over on time. uh, So we're going to go. We're going to have to. Yeah, we're going to have to. It's okay. Uh, A few minutes over. Never heard anybody. So we are going to have to go. For those of you who would like to send us some feedback, we would love to hear from you. Please do so anytime by sending us an email at at dynamicpodcast.protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We would really appreciate it if you would pass us along to five friends. That's all just five friends. You know, someone you're trying to wake up. You know, someone you're trying to get to think on their own. We would appreciate it very much if you would send them in our direction. Thank you for being here this evening, Ned. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.